Welcome back to Curse, Code, and Crown, a live play Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition podcast featuring a fully original world and campaign. I am the wizard Cronox, observer of time. Curse, Code, and Crown features our regular voiceover artists and improvisers. Laura Elizabeth as the Orc Countant Eta and Princess Gwendolyn. Tyler Hewitt as Maka Deathcap and Ryan LaPlante as Duncan Kindano alongside our dungeon master, the incredible Tom McGee. So get ready for an adventure including thrills, chills, and hope for a brighter tomorrow. It's time for Curse, Code, and Crown! Gwendolyn, Doc Malvern throws back uh, the entire concoction um, while keeping his eyes squarely on yours. What do you do? Bleep? Bleep? And I think I... (laughs) Oh, I get I get behind Doc Malvern and basically start try to do the Heimlich to make him like throw it up. Okay, amazing. So you call for bleep, <laughs> you rush around, um, and he just yells, wait, and you just start like like Heimlicking him um and between like metal pulls against his chest, he just says, It was a laxative. I <laughs> <laughs> Stops and I just, I'm tummy. kind of like, like still gonna say, holding him. He's going to have to roll a con save if you squeeze anymore. <laughs> it hasn't taken effect yet. I'm still holding him, but not like tightly. So I, what? Wait, wait, wait. So you're Bleak not. Burst through the door. Nev kicks it in. Um, Nev is like helpfully holding two rolls of bandages. Um, just one <laughs> in each troll fist. Um, just like, we got you, Doc. Um, and um, Bleep has like a textbook under one arm, a textbook open, and it's just like, what's the problem? Uh, wait, so, so you didn't just drink something that's you that's gonna ki- kill you? Didn't drink you? And didn't. Bleep like immediately flies the 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 cabinet and says, uh, yeah, no, no, I I I think you're good." Doc, were you just, he says, yes, this one was proving a rather bleak point. And they say, oh, oh. And Bleep gives you a knowing look of like, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just kind of pats you on the shoulder and flies out. And Nev just hands the doctor a bandage and hands you a bandage <laughs> and then just backs out of the room, uh, pulling the door up from the ground and, and clicking it back in. Um, and Doc Malvern um, just kind of gestures to your seat, holding his chest and and sits back down um and uh says yes this one (coughs) did in fact only take something to help my digestive system but the point stands you had to make an important choice about what you believed to be the greater good or the well-being of one person suffering for the record this one does suffer terribly, but your indecision led to dire consequences, princess, and it will. Though I I do not see how this relates at all. This does, nope, nope. This is, no. Um, and then he looks you dead in the eye-ish, like in the the visor to like your metal face behind it. And he says, then it would seem that 
this one does not have any knowledge to share. Wait, are you going to do this again? Are you going to be like, I don't have any knowledge to share, so I guess, like, if you're not going to listen to me, I guess I'll just off myself again. Is that what you... I'm... <sighs> and she <laughs> sits back down, sit, literally sits in the chair and puts her metal head in her metal hands. There's a moment where the doctor kind of like looks at you, looks around at his office that he kind of thought you would leave and then just <laughs> picks up his mug and leaves, <laughs> closing the door behind him. Um, meanwhile, uh, a night passes, uh, both for Gwendolyn and, and for the party. Um, you have, uh, you are in the, uh, the habitat set up, uh, by the Dwarven Expeditionary Force, uh, from Fortress Martigraut, um, under the, uh, careful eye of Kickstand Kelly, uh, alongside, uh, Sylvia Tome, the science gnome, um, and her stars team. Um, as you'll recall, uh, you all tucked in for the night rather comfortably um, and uh, actually managed to get some rest, which is <laughs> admittedly somewhat rare um, for uh, the three of you, at least uh, these days. Um, unfortunately, uh, as is often the way with a good rest, uh, it is far too brief um, and is uh, interrupted uh, by a gunshot. Uh, Duncan, I need a dexterity save from you, please. At disadvantage because you're asleep. I know you're always vigilant, but not that vigilant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's totally reasonable. Um, 16. Disadvantage? God damn, that's all right. Yeah. I rolled um, a 10 and an 11. You, uh, you Han Solo in special edition Star Wars dodge your head slightly as um, a blunderbuss shot cracks uh, the back of the habitat behind you, um, just missing your head. Um you awake to a howling wind. Uh, and as uh, the three of you open your eyes, um, you see um, uh, a, a, a Martigraut dwarf wearing the, the mask, blunderbuss up, aiming down at you. What do you do? Uh, Duncan shoots the shooter. I think he doesn't even think. It's just whoever's aiming at him yep. gets... Uh, go ahead and roll your attack. Yeah, all right. Ugh. Um, the first one is an eight, and the second one is a fifteen. Okay. Um, the fifteen will hit. Okay. Then um, the damage from that will be uh, it'll be eight piercing damage. Okay. Um, the, uh, the bullet, um, hits the shooter in the chest. Um, he lets out like a, um, and, uh, kind of, um, stumbles to the side, um, and, uh, and falls over, um, beyond him, uh, you can see that the, um, the side of the habitat has been ripped away. Um, the, uh, the concrete is crumbled and broken, um, and, uh, outside you can see a wall of swirling flaming wind, um, that is, um, sort of whipping around, uh, occasionally tossing free, um, elemental creatures. Um, the, uh, the DEF is, um, opening fire on them. Um, and, uh, Duncan, as you, you kind of quickly scan, uh, you can actually see wisps of gray 
um, almost a, I think like almost cloud um, sort of uh, slowly dissipating around you. Uh, can you roll an insight check? Yeah. That is a 14. 14. Um, looking quickly over your shoulder at where the shot hit and at the uh, the elemental wisps um, coming off of the uh, off of the winds, uh, you realize the shooter was targeting uh, a creature rather than you. Damn it! Uh, and then I think he'll he'll reach down and just shake Maka and be like, "I need you to heal him right now." Uh, shove him towards so. the guy. Yeah, Maka, uh, you see Ed with a bullet hole in his chest, um, kind of choking on blood. Uh, his uh, <laughs> his eye, the eyes of his uh, his mask are are reddened. Uh, what do you do? God, I cast cure wounds. Uh, uh, no time for the more practical approach. Uh, we need. We need that unnatural, expeditious healing. Gotcha. Mm. All right. Uh, how much do you heal for? Uh, I'll cast it at first level just to kind of stabilize him. Uh, and so I believe that's 1d8. Let me just double check. Yeah, it might be 1d8 plus spell cast. 1d8 plus spell cast. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, which is pretty good. So let's see. Yeah. Uh, 15 hit points back to Oh, him. wow. All right. Yeah. Nice. Um, so he uh, he gets up and like just pulls the mask off because um, he coughed up enough blood into the eyes that uh, he couldn't see. Um, his uh, his beard is streaked with gore um, that he's coughed up, and he he just like looks up and like checks his chest, um, and then like reaches uh, for his gun while holding a hand up and very much that like reaching for your belt while while trying to keep people away, being like, "Not you, wisps." Got it. Sorry, friend. Didn't mean for that. That's why we made sure to bring you. I totally back. understand. Man, kill the wisps, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's just like, as he's trying to get his breath, he's like with one hand just jamming bullets uh, into the gun. Um, go ahead and roll initiative, please. Womp womp. Uh, that good, huh? Oh, yeah. Four for Maka. Oh, boy. Nat 20 for Ita. Nice. Continuing your streak on this arc of just infinite nat 20s. Um, so <laughs> well, we infinite got, nat 20s, with, yeah, with like a whole bunch of like shit rolls in between. <laughs> That's what you want to call infinite nat 20s. <laughs> is your Honestly, initiative modifier plus zero? Huh? Is your initiative modifier plus zero? It's plus two. So you actually I believe, rolled a 22 for initiative. You did. you did indeed. But, oh, I thought nat 20 goes first. Oh. <clears throat> It Regardless. doesn't have to in this case. It will, oh, but, okay. Um, 21 for Dunk. Yeah, I got you, man. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, the Dunkler. <laughs> we, already, we already dealt with the Dunkler in a previous uh, arc, as you'll recall. Um, and let's roll for the Mardi Gras folk. All right. Um, so, uh, top of the round is Ita uh, with your. Um, with your 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 nat twenty, um, mm-hmm. looking up, uh, it's you heard you heard about the batteries, but you wouldn't. No, I mean you probably would have heard about the turbines as well. That seems like something that would have come up in, in conversation, yeah. particularly if they were doing as they kind of were like a weird like brain flex competition, where they're just <laughs> like, look at this cool shit I yeah. made. Um, 
So um, as you look up, you can see that um, the, you seem to almost the, the habitat appears to be the eye of, uh, of a hurricane, essentially. Mm. Um, outside, uh, the, the storm has coalesced into a massive funnel. Um, there's fire streaking through it. It's not like pure fire, but um, what you would, I think, be pretty quick to assume would be like, if any of the battery stations or the towers blew up, that's probably what's in like the tornado is on fire, but there's flaming shit in it. You see yeah. one of the um, the the mountain ground floats like fly by as it, it disintegrates, um, and uh, yeah, there's a, a bunch of dead um, uh, DEF forces uh, around. Oh so boy, that, that's redundant. There's a bunch of uh, DEF people around. Um, the rest are scrambling uh, and firing, um, and uh, there are um, three wisps inside uh, the habitat. Um, that are uh, finishing off. Um, they've just sliced a couple of dwarves in half. What do you do? Um, uh, I think I will target. Uh, is, is there an, is there anyone that like is going after a dwarf? Literally, like about to strike? Because I will. Sure, we'll say there are two that are unengaged and starting to turn towards you. There's one that's um, leaning over um, uh, Vance, the the dice playing dwarf from the night before um yeah i think i will just i will turn to that one i will cast a droid analysis mm -hmm. um to and just analyze its patterns and how it's moving mm -hmm. um and hmm i think i will cast confounding theorem on it okay uh as is always the way with your powers, talk me through what all those do. Yeah, so confounding theorem. Um, this is where I basically just like assault their quote unquote mind <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, with uh, with a potent word. Um, so <laughs> I think this is a wisp. This is like um, another. Is this electrical based? Uh, no, I, these no, are uh, uh, these are wind based. Um, wind they're, based. They're air elemental creatures. Okay. I will say they look similar enough to the lightning creatures, um, just made of, of wispy wind rather than uh, concentrated mm. electricity. Okay. Um, in that case, I think I just yell the word, I just yell vacuum to it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Where there is no wind. <laughs> Okay. Um, and they don't have to understand what it means. It's just, right. it, this is get, Ida's way. And I'm sorry, one more time. I was checking a stat. They Make get, an intelligence saving throw. Intelligence save. Okay, great. That I can do. DC. Uh, they, oh. Is it more than 16? Um, <laughs> hang on. I always forget what this is. It is. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's DC 14. 14. Uh, oh, uh, I have minus three. So you're actually fine. <laughs> Yay. Um, so, uh, yes, I lose by one. Okay, good. <laughs> Sorry, um, I had the wrong stat block up. And I was like, haha, plus zero, I win. Now <laughs> minus three. Okay, in that case, um, it'll take uh, 10 psychic damage. Great.
Awesome. And that's that's it, baby. Honestly, it's a good it's a good hit um, to start things off. Uh, great. Um, that brings us to uh, Duncan. Uh, you watch Ita um, yell vacuum uh, at uh, at one of these things, and um, it kind of uh, it raises an arm up and then kind of stops. And its whole body kind of shifts and, and shuffles, and there's kind of a puff of of uh, sort of cloudy vapor off off it as uh, the effects of her magic take take hold. Um, so, um, I've just labeled these A, B, and C for ease of my brain. A is the one that has just been attacked. B and C are turning toward you. Um, okay. A is continuing, uh, to look down at, uh, Vance. Yeah. Uh, I have a weird rules question. I think because we're joining a combat that's already in place, this doesn't count, but I've got my ready to fight, which means I have advantage against creatures that haven't taken a turn in combat yet. I'm assuming this counts as the combat's been running and we're joining, right? It does um i think in this case i would allow it only because they aren't paying attention to you so in a weird way great this think of this almost as like i'll, I'll give it to you as like almost an ambush i think is is kind of how i would take okay this. and then if, if they're surprised i get automatic crits on hits but i don't think we're counting this as surprise they're definitely not surprised but um our, the first here. round of our combat because we're tagging it that makes yeah. sense to me yeah. Okay, yeah, he's he's going to going to go after uh A cuz he likes Vant uh and he uh, honestly fighting elementals is more about saving people than it is about like some ephemeral war on elementals. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I think from the the vague reading he'd done about the world it would just be like, "Oh, they are spirits or whatever the equivalent is of their element. There's not an innate evil there. They're just dangerous." Right. Uh so he'll uh swing forwards, kind of roll up and dash and then it's just swooping the cape almost through the center of it as a distraction. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to swirl around. He can literally go at the mm-hmm. elemental with it uh, yep, and absolutely. then striking with his bone rapier because uh, he does not have time to reload his gun. So the first strike is an 19. Yep. And the second is a 18. Yes. Great. Uh, and the damage for them is... The first strike does 11 piercing damage with the magical Add. edge of the bone sword. Add six because <laughs> so because they're the target of my adroit analysis. Great. Which is essentially just, me being like giving you a word of like. What uh, what advice do you give? Um, he just <laughs> she yells, uh, an upward swipe. <laughs> this is literally just like. I think, yeah, Very so simple. yeah, his first strike will go for, for the neck because that's already what he's doing in his traditional slash. And then he switches to a two-handed grip for his second one and goes up through the middle. We'll just give all the math for all the damage. Uh, the second strike, am I adding six on the second one as well, Laura, or do you re-roll again? I have to re-roll. Then re-roll on that one, please. That's a 10. So 19 damage for the second strike, 17 damage for the first strike for a total of 36 uh, damage from the rapier. Uh, How do you end this uh, wisp? Uh, I think it's the first one is the slash through, the cape sweeps through the middle, and then it's almost the bottom hand at the top of the blade in his gloved hand and the other on the rip. And then it's just up and through, splitting it straight in half down the middle. Great. Uh, There's that that moment of it just kind of separating and drifting. Um, and then it, it opens its mouth to scream. No sound comes out other than the wailing of the wind 
Uh, and as its mouth opens to scream, the back of the head just keeps kind of rolling, um, and it just dissipates into kind of uh, rolling uh, vapors. And then if we're looking at the movie thing, Duncan turns to face the other two with his cape over his shoulder and his rapier extended. He just offers Vance a hand without looking at him and just says, no time for resting now, Vance. This is the real game. He, uh, he grabs your wrist and he's like, glad your sword isn't as broken as your dice. Uh, and he gets up um, and pulls out uh, a blunderbuss uh, in, in hand, uh, which brings us to the wind. Um, so there are two of them. Um, <laughs> they were going to charge uh, Ita and Maka, but because you two are now standing there, they're going to go after the two of you. Uh, so one on you, Duncan, and one mm-hmm. on uh, one on uh, Vance. What's your AC right now? Uh, AC is 17. All right, so that's one. Uh, that is two hits. Okay. Uh, four. Sec. What are we dealing with here? Doing one at a time, so we can make sure my reactions <laughs> make sense. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. So that's. Um, What is that? That's nine off the first. Okay, yeah, I'll let that go through. So he takes that hit. Uh, and that is uh, seven off the second. Oh, well, bad luck. Uh, he'll react to that one to, to cut that damage in half, uh, just with uncanny dodge. Sure. Uh, and then on Vance, two attacks. Uh, oh, one misses, one hits. Oh, actually, no, sorry, two hits. I lied. Um, Yikes. Uh, all right, so I'm just get Vance's HP going here. Not the best for old Vance. Um, all right, so um, the one uh, kind of attacks at you, you, you take the first hit, uh, you kind of dodge away at the second one. Um, you see Vance kind of like stand up and, and raise his gun, um, and it seems to just like fly directly into his face. Um, and, uh, you see it kind of go like up his nose into his mouth, uh, and he starts sort of coughing and spluttering as he, he like bats at it with his hand and, and, uh, like basically just like cocks it with the, the grip of his pistol. Um, but you can see that he's, he's choking and, and, uh, rather badly injured, uh, by those attacks. Um, with the two air elementals, or the wisps rather, um, kind of assaulting the two of you, um, uh, also, the gas masks now suddenly make infinitely more sense. Uh, we get to um, the dwarves, because Maka rolled real low. Um, Maka was also healing, you know, focused yeah, yeah, on no, making sure it. he I comes back to normal. So we've got Vance and uh, Ed active in the room. Um, they're both... Vance is going to try and shoot the one that's, like, in his throat. Unfortunately, he has to shoot at disadvantage, uh, so he misses. Ed is also going to try and shoot that one because he sees his friend is in trouble, but also at disadvantage because he's shooting into combat. Uh, but he will hit, uh, remarkably enough. So he does uh, a little bit of damage. Not a bunch, but a little bit. Better than nothing damage to, uh, we'll say that is C. So B is on you, Ryan. Okay. Uh, Maka. 
you finished healing um ed he's giving you the wave for like go go fight fight as he, he snaps off his shot what do you do yeah um so just i want to get a, a clearer idea of the situation right now there's been a breach in the shelter yes and outside is like a raging hurricane tornado kind of mm-hmm. thing elements are coming in th- elementals are coming in through this breach that's correct how um, large is this unfortunately pretty large uh like a chunk of wall is missing um you could try and patch it but i'm, I'm kind of thinking if this is like to cut an egg in half and put it on the ground it's like someone punched in a side of the egg like this is a it's a fairly massive uh rip in the wall um that said if you did want to try and repair it you might be able to but i'd be curious to hear what your your, your plan there is uh, I'm just trying to figure out what the wind condition is for like, like, do, are we, do, are we just fighting elementals for the rest of our lives while there's a breach in no, this wall kind so, of thing? Like, um, <coughs> I'm thinking, do we close it? Do we evacuate while defending? The yeah. People? So basically um, what you can, I'll just give this to you because it's easier than trying to make you guess at it. Um, clearly the turbines failed, uh, yep. at some point in the night. Um, and the multiple funnel clouds that were kind of touching down in them have merged into one massive sort of hurricane style thing that has surrounded the, uh, the habitat. Given what you've seen from the lightning, it is likely that this thing is targeting it, um, uh, perhaps actively. However, um, the elementals are, are, are occasionally being thrown off of this, this hurricane. So the good news is it's not like an army of elementals. It's just like wave, wave, wave. It's the ones that have been thrown off in this direction have made their way into attack. You can see others being thrown off into kind of the sky. Um, there are likely ones being thrown off outside of the funnel. But um, for now, that's that's kind of what you see. It also isn't like an impenetrable wall of wind. You could probably try and force your way through it. It's just pretty bad right now. Um, okay. So in terms of patching up the habitat, you could attempt to. It would buy you some time. But realistically, with the turbines down, there's not really any hope right. of this there's being a almost, safe space ever yeah. again. So it is sort of like an evacuation and sort of like mopping up uh, stray elementals that come in then. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. You could probably think of it as like a mop up and cut a way out right. kind okay. of deal. Um, okay. Then... Uh, uh, for now, uh, Maka will cast a uh, uh, moonbeam over the the breach. Oh, cool! Yeah, just create like a, a moonbeam wall. Yeah, just just a pillar that if anything else is coming in, it has to take some radiant damage. Love it. <clears throat> so he just puts out a hand uh, and um, uh, with some worry, uh, the symbol of Jossie appears. Uh, in the mm. sky over the breach and kind of spins and creates a circle and light, pink light uh, shoots down, cascades down and, and that is the, the moonbeam. Right Great. There. You, watch a, you watch a wisp um, smash up against it and just dissipate into a mist um, as the, uh, the moonbeam rips through it. Uh, Maka, you are somewhat relieved to see that um, though Jossie may be tainted, uh, the Yet again, the abilities you've you've called yeah. for have, have answered. Yeah. Cool. Um, top of the round, Ita, can you roll me a perception check, please? 
I certainly can. That's a big old 11. 11. Um, so you quickly look around the room now that the beam is down. I, I imagine this would be more a you thing. I feel like Duncan is very much like, I'm going to run in and fight. Mock is covering the breach. So you actually have a second to, to survey what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, in looking around, you can hear like th- there are DEF um, folks outside. Uh, there is a door they can get back in through. It's not like Mock has like locked them out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there is a, a, a porthole that they, they can enter through. Um, quickly glancing around, though, um, you don't see uh, Sylvia or the stars. Um, they are not in the habitat with you. Oh. Um. Uh, I think. I think Ida's got to run outside, see if she can see them. Okay. Oh yeah. Um. So you take off at a run. I'm not going to take any opportunity attacks or anything because like everything's kind of tied up cool um so um yeah you you run for the door um you you get outside outside is absolute chaos uh the uh the vehicles have all been like um a couple of them are still like tied down but a Mm -hmm. lot of them have been destroyed um you see a, a full you know 30 foot um windmill uh just come like whipping past uh, in the <laughs> storm um you can see the turbines uh are actively on fire one of them one of them not all three of them but one of them is is burning and kind of casting fire into the uh mm-hmm. funnel um looking around um you see um a couple of of dead dwarves um but uh no sign of the stars uh there's literally like no vehicle well, tracks you're, like, you're, I mean, you've just come out of one of side. Yeah. Well, also, like, unfortunately, the habitat is large enough that they could be on the other side and you just haven't seen them. Yeah. So the question is, how long do you want to be out here rather than in there uh, trying to find them? Uh, oof. Ida's a little torn, but I think she also knows that Maka and Duncan can handle themselves. Yep. She doesn't know how, the you know, Sylvia and her team will do without, you know, their weird... Without, like electrical like a full stuff, power like, grid. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. The Tesla tent. Yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think she's gonna like, she's gonna pick a direction, whatever way is clearest, and start doing a lap. Okay, cool. Um, so you take off running. It's very much yeah. like a Roland Emmerich disaster movie run, where there's just <laughs> yeah. like shit smashing into the habitat around you as you you run. She's just adroit and uh, like analyzing like the wind and like whatever. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the um, debris flying past. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 It's just all all vectors and angles for you. Yeah. Um, great. Um, uh, discombobulate. Great, Duncan. Um, uh, Vance is not having a great time. Um, you are still engaged in in combat with yours. What do you do? Yeah. So uh, Duncan would lash out with like a front kick to give himself, you know, a foot or two of space for his mm-hmm. combatant. And it's just like kick out with his left leg and then hop the right over it into a spin, slashing his rapier down uh, across the arm that's jamming itself into Vance's mouth with a follow-up slash uh, that would decapitate were this elemental uh, and otherwise body. So gotcha. it's just like kick, spin, slash, slash. Uh, he would use a swashing point for this because this is full acrobatic um, Duncan. So that makes this an assault. Uh, so for his first strike, 
That is, um, uh, I just got to confirm exactly what it is because it makes my all my bonuses get weird. That is an 18 to yes. hit. Yep. Uh, and the second one is a uh, 14 to hit. Uh, 14 will miss, unfortunately. Too bad. Uh, the damage done from the first strike will be a nine. So it's nine magical damage from the bone sword. Cool. So a sound hit. Um, it separates the arm um, and uh, uh, Vance like coughs out vapor um, and uh, clears his throat and just kind of like waves at you as he uh, like snaps open the back of his gun and starts loading shots in. Um, but as you swing back around, your blade travels cleanly through the neck of the elemental uh, and its head just kind of floats away uh, and a new one forms. Um and then he he looks at the two elementals. He says, "Ignore my friend here. If you're gonna blow anyone, why don't you blow me?" Uh, <laughs> and then he just keeps fighting away. Uh, you know what? They are nothing if not agreeable. So they are going to both attack you. Um, nice. All right. So that is uh, AC seventeen. Oof. Um, so that's a twenty-five. And a crit fail. So I'll let you take an attack of opportunity on uh, this one. We'll say this is the one that you just cut the arm off of since it's uh, okay. slightly more discombobulated than the so other. 19 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. That is uh, seven more damage. All right. Cool. And it will do for you, sir. Um, sorry, one sec. Where are you at? Ah, there we go. Um, so that is 11 points of damage. Uh, and he will use a swashing point, which is a reaction to parry it. Nice. Um, which means when I do the math, uh, he ignores, uh, 12 points of damage. So that attack is just swept aside, uh, yep. Probably with the cape, realistically, if he's blocking gusts of air coming at him. Absolutely. An yep. easier block than the Totally. Sword. Just disperse the attack uh, yeah. with the cape. Uh, and then the other one strikes, um, and it will... You're at 17? Yeah, 17 is my AC. Uh, okay, both will hit. Roll these individually for you, so you can determine what you want to... Uh, I already used my reaction, so I just take these. Ah. Um, okay. Uh, so that is 12 from the first... And 10 from the second. All righty. The second one seems to like absorb the, the, the severed arm and severed, like sucks its severed head back in, just kind of like does that like movie monster thing where its CGI jaw opens too wide and then its body just flies out of it um, at you. And it's just, again, it's hard to breathe. You're like bashing it away, but it's just choking Do these away. hit with like hammer blows, Tom? Or is this more affecting breathing or how does the damage work? Just so I can picture it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is, uh, it's bludgeoning. So it is hammer blows, but okay. it's the, the, the choking is just more of an uncomfortable okay. side yeah, effect. So it's, it's more, more for flavor than function. Yeah, I, Maka, as you are the one who is in the scene able to see it, Duncan is starting to look significantly beat up. It's like he's losing a boxing match while while stabbing away. Uh, he's not going to go down yet, but you get the feeling he might only have a round or two left in him if we were using our boxing metaphor. Okay. Gotcha. 
Um, all right, uh, bringing us to um, the DEF folks. Um, Vance um, having a moment to, uh, to to kind of catch his breath. Um, he is going to shoot the one that hmm, doesn't really want to shoot at you. Uh, oh, okay. Here's what he's going to do. Um, Vance doesn't actually attack. He instead just like steps forward um, and just kind of nods at you and steps into their space. Um, and then kind of like cracking his head to the side, just fucking breathes in as hard as he can um, and uh, starts choking and kind of being battered around by them. Um, but we're going to say that uh, he grants advantage to you by uh, just being a general uh, oh, distraction. Cool. Um, he will take damage from it, unfortunately. But uh, he is uh, still up, just barely. He's hurting real bad. Um, Ed, meanwhile, um, is still going to take a shot from the ground. Um, he will miss, unfortunately. Uh, there's Between you and Vance, uh, there's just too much going on. Um, so it's that classic, like, uh, uh, which one's the real one? Um, and uh, his, his shot goes wide. Uh, bring us to Maka. Okay. Um, Vance and... Duncan are fighting side by side or yes um Vance has now sandwiched so the two basically if you think about it this way two elementals moved in on Duncan mm -hmm. so Vance has just stepped into them so it's kind of like they're both it's like a little cube of people um oh, so man. like okay Duncan Vance ghost ghost okay god all right four uh, pibs of a dice it is as engaged as we could possibly be <laughs> okay um <clears throat> let me just check check on the uh the size of uh moonbeam then that might be helpful moonbeam is five foot radius <laughs> so 10 feet end to end um and they have the elementals between them like they're it's we, all like you can think of it as a four-person fist fight. Yeah, like in a little. So I said it's an X yeah, through, okay. through a square. So we're yeah. the four corners. Oh, okay. Um, and so are you hit two, all of us? I was gonna say, are you two side by side, or are you across from each we're other? We're across so from each wanna, other. You're no, we're diagonal. So like we are. Okay. If we're looking at a square, so we're the, the worst for any hand. of my spells to be accurate. Okay, great. No, <laughs> no, unfortunately, <laughs> I couldn't uh, just like yes. graze the side of the square and take out only them. Okay. Um, Fine. Uh, <laughs> Maka, uh, Maka will um, cast Wild Shape. Mark that one off uh, on himself, and he's going to transform into a uh, a giant boar. He's just going to let out. Uh, what begins as like a total battle cry, but gets contorted and distorted as the spore cloud kind of obscures his transformation into uh, uh, like a large beast. Like he's up a size class. This is a big fucking swamp pig uh, with tusks. Uh, and he's going to basically... There could be a big pig too. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's going to run uh, at this... Um, From a turtle to a bordel. <laughs> there we go. Uh, uh, he's going to run at this sort of 
exchange uh, uh, basically at an angle to kind of just charge into the, the wind. Two, yeah, the two wisps. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how far away are they? Um, they're not super far. I'd say probably like 12 feet. 12 feet, okay. Or um, two me's away. <laughs> Uh, I would like to then, if I can, um, in order to get the right angle, start to run, uh, uh, and then come back in at the appropriate sure. yeah, angle, yeah. I'll buy that. uh, which also allows me to basically work up enough momentum to charge them. Yep. So, uh, when I hit them with a tusk attack, they take extra damage. So I'm basically going to run into and try to gore these wisps. Sure. Um, plus five to hit. 18? Yes. Okay. Oh, does he have advantage from us fighting them? Yeah, I'd give you advantage for that. They're not looking to get out of the way. They're busy not. trying to murder Duncan. It's not better. Um, okay, so Tusk on its own is 2d6, so that's a total of 6 plus 3, so 9, and then for the charge, it's another 2d6. Wild. Uh, so that's a total of three. So now we're at 12 damage. Yep. Um, needs to succeed on a, uh, DC 13 strength saving throw or be knocked prone, be knocked down as I basically come lumbering in. Okay. Um, so the damaged one is blown apart by you as you, you burst through. Um, I rolled a dex save for Vance, so he just kind of like steps back uh, and like coughs, like he you know took too long and pulled off a joint. Uh, so he just kind of walks back, like <laughs> uh, as you tear through the first one. Um, you hit the second one, you deal significant damage, uh, but you do not knock it prone. Okay. Do you want me to do a dex save as well? To, to, uh, to uh, no, I'm just rolling for that for Vance because he was literally standing in them breathing. Yeah. So I figure you just lean back he physically has to step out um but he doesn't okay so the cool thing about being in beast form is that any spells that you cast previously that require concentration are still active so moonbeam is still up i can't cast new spells as a boar but i can still manipulate that and lock those ones in as needed yeah but uh you you i think uh uh, duncan you don't necessarily have to have seen the transformation to know that a giant boar showing up is likely maka oh yeah he's seen (laughs) you drop so many animals i think he's not looking so he probably assumes you're still there i don't think he's seen you turn into a huge number of things right but you've Uh, dropped panthers and squids and giant birds and shit the 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 boar um unable to like communicate with like common stuff like that but like gestures with its head uh climb aboard to, to what sorry climb a climb on like it just like it's kind of like like that cool. like you've seen a horse do in movies of just like hey get you know hey you <laughs> with the head going <laughs> <laughs> might he might even sort of stoop on his four hooves uh uh to get, make it oh, easier just that little yeah like, oh, like you're looking it. up at pride rock you know yeah Except it's Pumba, and he's yeah. fucking the size of a truck. Yeah, if I get one more line to him, I get a free sub. Um, yeah, I love that. Uh, cool. Um, okay, uh, brings us to um, you know we're going to come back to you since you're outside. Yeah, uh, we'll that's just all deal good. With this, this inside combat, Duncan. All right, Duncan is never one to turn down an invite from a giant boar. 
but on the way, he does not want to leave this one last elemental to be able to kill Vance. So he reaches up. He's still in his outdoor gear, but he, his cloak is on the outside of it. So he actually reaches up and just undoes the clasp on the cloak. And he's on his way past, he's doing full, um, full bullfighting style. So he's hitting it with the cape, but his blade is within the cape, sweeping and stabbing. So he does maximum air damage to that and just like full body uh sweeps and showy stuff as he as he closes through so let's see what happens the first attack is a you roll a two sometimes and you can only add so much is a 13 uh that will not hit and the second attack is a 23 that one will hit and that does a total of uh 11 uh damage with the bone sword just enough uh the wisp um dissipates as you you whip past uh you leap onto uh maka's back um vince and ed or vance rather and ed just kind of like wave to you and they we're kind of fucked up but thank you um way and uh they start running to the wall um and you see them strip off their gloves and they both start just swirling uh the uh the the sort of uh, shape of the walls and uh, you've seen this before on uh, in Sprungbreck. Um, using the moonbeam as cover, they start to reshape the wall, and they're they're pulling it in, like they're not trying to just like make it the same size, but they are like sealing it off. Uh, and you get the sense that uh, w- without it won't take them too long to create at least a workable seal um, as uh, as you make your escape. Um, where do the two of you go? Out. Uh, I assume Duncan would look around and realize that. Uh, Maka is not here, but this is a board that let him ride it, not just a random animal. So this is clearly Maka. Uh, and then he'd realize Ida isn't present, which is weird. And Sylvia Gnome and the Sylvia Tome, the science gnome, and her people aren't there. So I think Maka would just say, a bunch of people are missing. We should probably go outside, I guess. Uh, yeah. to, to, like, talk to a boar. He does that weird thing where, like, he doesn't know if Maka can understand it, so he just talks louder. Like, that classic <laughs> American in Europe thing. Uh, yeah, the boar uh, snorts in the affirmative and begins to lumber towards the exit. Great. So, you guys <laughs> rush rush out of the door. Uh, we'll say that you catch up to, um, uh, to Ida in a moment. Um, Ita, um, so you're, you're doing a full lap, uh, as Roland Emmerich disaster movie shit explodes yep. around you. Um, and, uh, finally you do see, um, a, uh, uh, one of the stars team in their green, um, unmoving on the ground. Um, and, um, running up, um, you, uh, recognize, uh, the, uh, the, the, the unmoving shape of Stabo. Oh um, no. Uh, who is uh, kind of like laying on his side, uh, a pool of blood um, under his head. Oh, no. She just like bends down quickly to check if he's alive. Uh, he is not. Uh, can you roll me a medicine or a perception to just kind of see if you can figure out what happened to him? Yeah. Um, let's do medicine. That makes more sense. Nat 20. Wow. Um, you quickly uh, look at him. Uh, he's, he's not moving. Um, he's, he's very clearly dead. Uh, you flip him over and uh, you can tell from uh, the wound on the back of his head and his forehead uh, that a bullet went in the back and came out the front. A bullet, you say? A bullet. 
at which point um, the boar uh, rolls uh, a boar appears behind you uh, with Duncan riding it, um, and uh, the uh, the three of you have have met back up. The boar is Marka. What the hell is going on out here? Stabo has been shot and killed, and I cannot find the rest of the team. Well, that's bad because I don't know who betrayed us. Then I'm thinking we got to help these dwarves get out of here alive. They can't hold this building. We'll have to all make for the observatory together. Tom, yes. Did any of us see the wisp that Ed was trying to shoot so close to us? Uh, you did not. You saw some some ah, wisps okay. of it, but no, you you did not I, see it. I, okay. Duncan did though. You right? saw bits of it. Yeah. But yeah. Like you didn't wake up and see like ooh, blam. <laughs> it was just like. He shot it. You woke up and you saw the the dissipating mist, but you didn't know what the fuck it was until you you got a good good okay yeah look at it. Um, did you have a follow up to that, Tyler, or was that just a, a knowledge? Just wanted to know because starting to starting to form hypotheses. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so uh, you've got Stabo dead. Um, the, the winds are are roaring. Uh, your your plan is to like gather the dwarves and try and make a break for it. Duncan can't morally leave the dwarves to just die. Clearly, this isn't like a plan where they betrayed us to the elemental. Like the dwarves are getting yeah. as fucked as we are. Duncan's, honestly, he'll probably say this. My running hypothesis is Sylvia Gnome did something with their fucking batteries that she's not supposed to have done, blew it up and ran, and she left us all to fucking die. Sylvia? Doctor? Yeah, who's not Dr. fucking Tom. here right now? Sylvia Tome, who's the only for these people that really I liked a lot? Stabo. He's dead, but I feel like he would have not been okay with leaving us. And everyone's in there dying. We don't really have time for this conspiracy. And he's just like, oh, fuck it. And he'll just start trying to steer the boar back towards the building to help the Ma- dwarves. Maka will cooperate. Yeah. yeah. Then perhaps I should go after Sylvia. Either way, we need to find her. Step one, save dwarves from dying. Step two, sort out what's going on with the gnome. Um, so as, uh, as you, you yell this, uh, against the wind, um, there's a, uh, a crackle of static, um, that, uh, sort of, uh, comes out of your chest of all places. Uh, and you hear, um, a crackling voice say, Hey, yeah, sorry guys. Um, really going to need you to, to not do that. Um, real nice meeting you. Always nice to meet a fan. Sorry, it didn't work out this time. He's going to chuck his fucking vest It's too late. The vest explodes, <gasps> uh, racking your bodies with electricity as all of the energy that it had stored up uh, is uh, released in a burst, racking your body um, with, with many, many volts. All of you, except perhaps the transmogrified boar who watches in horror as your two friends uh, are racked with lightning, I need a uh, con saves, please, from Duncan and um, Ita. Seventeen. I'm gonna use my point of advantage, and that's not helpful. Uh, seven. Seven. Um, all right. So, um, Duncan, uh, you're gonna take eight points of damage, be knocked unconscious. Ita, you're gonna take. Uh, wow, I rolled much worse for you. I apologize. Um, you're going to take, uh, eight points of damage halved from, uh, your successful check. Uh, and you are, are still conscious, uh, but you drop 
um, kind of to one knee. Um, and uh, Maka, as a boar, uh, you feel your friend um, kind of like shudder and fall off of him. Um, you see uh, uh, Ita kind of uh, drop to one knee. And um, you feel ill, mm. but fine. And you know, people keep saying that it's okay to trust technology, but God damn it, mock a death cap. <laughs> you were right again. This episode of Curse Code and Crowd Sound was mixed and edited by Laura Hamstra, and the campaign was created by Tom McGee. Our original theme music was composed by Landon Noblock, and Curse Code and Crown's logo was created by the brilliant Decapitated Markers. If you want to follow our players or our DM on Twitter, you can reach out to Laura at EL Hamstring, Ryan at the Ryan LeBlanc. Tyler at Tyler underscore Hewitt, Tom McGee at McGeeTD, or you can message our whole company at Dum Dum Dice. So please join us again for more Curse, Code, and Crown! Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time The Half Blind Prophet, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, Lord Abradovic, Orion Birchfield, Scott Garland, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Anna Zed, Logan, Fire Unfriendly, Acrix, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Austin Nut Powers Fry, Stabby Stranger, Roman Brown, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.